Now welcome into the studio <laughs> Susie Grogan for another of her talking books and today she's got poet and writer Paul Tobin with her. Thank you Eddie and good morning and welcome to Talking Books in this apparently sunny and warm weather. What's better than sitting with a chill glass or something and a good book? Well sadly there's no chill glass here but a cup of tea, um, very exotic tea this morning, cup of tea is the next best thing. So sit back for the next 30 minutes and enjoy with me the company of my guest this week, writer and poet Paul Tobin. Um, don't forget, you can also contact the studio on 01984 624 137 or drop us an email at studio at tenradio.org. I don't know, shall I do the studio then your message? by text to 07786202240. And you need to put studio at the beginning of the message, otherwise it doesn't come through to the studio. It doesn't come through to the studio. God knows where it no, goes. It's like entering those competitions on the television. Yeah. You probably get loads of adverts and you haven't even been entered for the blessed thing. But anyway, back to the point. Um, Paul's been on the show before um, and he says it was sort of March time. I know it was cold. It was definitely cold and the time has whizzed by. So six months later, Paul is coming back to talk to us about the relationship between art and poetry. So I am indeed. Welcome, Paul. Thank you. Uh, it's good to have you back. And when you were on previously, you read from uh, your book, Blessed mm-hmm. by Magpies. A couple of re- have you got a couple of readings for us? I have. I've got, I've got a couple of uh, poems really relating to art and uh, poetry. Yeah. It's difficult to do on, on the air, I, I realise this. <laughs> we did talk about this before. We how, did, are we going, uh, how are we going to do mm-hmm. this? You know, we are mm-hmm. holding up something. Yes. You'll just have to believe us. Um, anyway, so he's come to talk about that. And for some years, as well as being a writer and a poet and reading at festivals... Um, Paul's been working collaboratively with mm. artists. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that? Certainly. I started off... It it, it, tap, it just happened, really. There, there was no conscious decision to work with a, an artist. It's just that I happened to know a, a number of artists, and one in particular, I started off working with a, a, an etcher, an artist in London called Nick Richards and he t- principally does etchings and they're so evocative that it seemed to me there was a link there was a story to be told in some of them and that's that's really how I began and, and we kept literally swapping poems and etchings which is wonderful for me, mm. I have to say mm. and um more recently, I was I've been working with a friend of mine who lives in Singapore, Alison w- Wilson, who is also an artist. And mm. Alison has um, been working in in. Uh, Alison has taken up etching, strangely enough. But a little while ago, about a year and a half ago, she was asking if I would be interested in the sketchbook project, which is based in the Brooklyn Art Library. And essentially, the sketchbook project is people write uh, is people buying a sketchbook from from uh, the library and returning it within a set period of time with the thoughts and drawings in it that relate to one of a number of different topics that are around those sketchbooks then go on tour in America 
Fabulous. And they're all online. You can, if you go to the um, Brooklyn Arts Library website, you can see you can see million, thousands of them. And Alison wanted to do this. We didn't know what we wanted to do, and she ended up having a writer, a, an artist in residence at a place in Mexico. And so that was it. Then we decided Mexico. And I'd always been interested in pre-Columbian America. I always think that all those amazing civilizations yes. that were that were there that disappeared so quickly. Yeah. And and really we started off we found it quite difficult to begin with. We did we couldn't get a handle on it. And she was sending me photographs and she didn't know quite what she was doing or which direction it was going to go. And I asked her to send me fifty words. You know, a set of questions, just one or two word answers, to um, to describe what it was, what she was feeling, and that then opened my flood doors. Really, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was I was up and running with the words, and mm-hmm. we put it together over about six or seven months. She was there for a month, I uh, six weeks possibly. Then we've been we corresponded by email. We often work that way. Yes. So she will. She, she was, was in Mexico. She was t- to begin with. She was in Singapore that when oh, we right. started it. Then she went to Mexico. Then she went back to Singapore, and we um, we corresponded. She would send me images. I would send her words, mm. and we uh, put together the uh, sketchbook. Mm. We'd we'd done a little bit before. I think we'd done a, a couple of um, small small postcard sized things before that, yeah. and we've done one afterwards. Which we'll talk about later. Yeah. It's a surprise, but um, uh, that was our introduction. That was how we worked. It was very collaborative and f- quite easy to do, actually. Alison's a very easy person to work with. So, for you, when I, if I asked you the question, which came first, the words or the pictures, you'd say it was a mixture of the two, yeah. by the sound of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes she was um, riffing off the words, really. And taking it, taking it where where yeah. she wanted to take it. So we'd decide a topic. Yeah. For example, she wanted to use. Uh, she wanted to do something around Santa Muerta. Muerta. My Spanish accent is is appalling. <laughs> and um, who is the patron saint? Who is not part of the Catholic sainthood, or mm. or however you would call it, but a separate. Uh, saints that the outcasts, the outsiders of society, pray to, and so she wanted to do something with that. So I did a bit of research online, good old Wikipedia, and um, I wrote something. She she then produced a painting, and it it was in the sketchbook. If if by any chance you're sitting listening to this by your computer, which you might be, because we are available online to listen to live, um, you could go to Paul's website because he does actually have images from the mm. sketchbook online don't you it's magpie bridge yeah magpie bridge if you go to the top of it there's a there's a selection it says uh, sketchbook radio show at which is the last time I was on here and um, <laughs> collaborations and if you look through it as if you look through there's a list of uh, the the sketchbook has got a separate page there's some etchings and poems on a separate page and if you look through and you follow Alison and Nick's Names which you can do the the keyed in, you you can find some other can find some other artwork as well scattered about the blog. And that's magpiebridge.blogspot. Yeah, magpie magpiebridge.blogspot.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, have a Google and you can see oh. some of the fabulous oh. images which were taken by, was it Alison's husband? Or? It was, Alison's yeah. husband, Marcel, the wonderful Marcel, who yeah. um, he's himself is worth interviewing because he's so interested in um, sea slugs. And he, <laughs> I know it sounds it sounds bonkers, but his his his, his photographs of, uh, of of sea slugs in the uh, are fabulous. In fact, all his underwater photography yeah. is just amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a photographer on the program. Mm. Actually, I haven't mm-hmm. spoken to a photographer yeah. yet. I think it's really important. I mean, I was. Um, I think I mentioned before that uh, I heard Michael Rosen talking mm. earlier this week mm. because they were talking about we're all going on a bear hunt, which of course is a bit that many of us brought our children up with. Mm. And um, how, when he does these collaborative projects, he doesn't ever work with the illustrator. He hands his words over and he doesn't feel it's his role, in a sense, Mm -hmm. to, you know, I don't know, project manage what they're doing, which I can actually understand. Mm -hmm. But with something that's turned out to be such a classic, it could have been a complete disaster, couldn't it? You and Alison must have had a, a, I don't know, a kind of a a link between the the ways you wanted to express the, the I think we're both flexible actually I think that would oh, be right. that would be my my answer to it that I, I actually wrote lots and lots of different words every time I work with her I I end up producing lots of different things yeah. and we she uses the ones that charm the same right. the same the same with Nick really I I I produce quite a quite a number of things and, so, and some stick and don't stick for them and I, I see it just as a springboard for them yes. and if they don't use them I'll use them at some point or I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll um, take bits from them yes. so it's for, for me it's it, it is that I don't know could, could one be pretentious enough to say it's like jazz you know you just riff off and, and, and it works some of it works really well and some yeah. of it makes you want to turn the radio off. No, I don't. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> Sorry, you're not, talk- <laughs> you're not talking to the you know, the biggest uh, fan of jazz yeah. in mm-hmm. the whole world. Oh yes, uh, yeah. So it, it's it's actually mm-hmm. something that is almost um, improvisation in a way. It is. For, it is the way. Yeah. It, it is for me. I think that yeah. the the artist. I mean, you'd have to talk to the artist because we are separated by co- by a continent. Yes. And we we keep in touch by um, email. Oh, the joys and of email, really. Yes, we, you'd it? never be able to do it without you, that. You couldn't, because you couldn't no. see the images either, really, no. could you, without having no. the, you know, that almost instant mm-hmm. instant response to it. Mm. Um, do you want to start us off with one of your readings then? Because it would be really nice to have at this point a reading. If you could just do a little intro into what I it is. I certainly will do. And just, I had this set up, and now... Just one second while I find... Yes, I've got it. Sorry about this. It goes over two pages. Uh, This is actually a poem for another artist, uh, for Paul Haydock Wilson, who is a friend of a friend. friend. He is a a person who works with my friend Nick, and he put a number of etching plates into the Thames and left them there for about three weeks, four weeks, and they became etched by the river's motion. And he then aquatinted them. So it's, it's aquatinting, I believe, is a, a, an etching where you use different colours. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they're all, they did a series of them. They're beautiful. What was the name then? Uh, Paul Haydock Wilson. Right. And he, uh, he he's, uh, you, you can Google him. He's, yeah. he's, and you can see the plates on, yeah. on, on there. And this is called London Conversation with a nod to, um, a nod to John Martin as well. Uh, 
Corrugated tidal river returns, slaps the muddy bank again, again. Imperious, impervious, eternal. It was down there, you tell me, you placed the etching plates for the Thames to pattern to its fancy. Now rectangles of colour hang in galleries, messages from the river we cannot read. Another walks that beach tonight, hunts for shards of London's history, as mudlarks have done before him. For this river, tempts, hints at treasure twice a day. You tell me the river's beauty fades. We no longer see those thin cranes that suggested Martian war machines. Just apartments, anodyne housing. The sky is no longer the welcome pink that drew us out of doors to survey these changes. Yet the past clings to every fired red brick. Each mild steel stanchion holds the fading energy of other lives. Echoes of those who move to the rhythm of the tides. A shrinking colony of ghosts. Each year more is lost. Fewer buildings to ground the souls at sunrise. So more disappear. Evaporate at first light. Go to who knows where. For energy, you say, cannot be lost. But translates into inform to something else. As we humans erase our history in the pursuit of easy riches. Ever more empty, our souls will have to touch plasterboard, less permanent than red brick, insubstantial when placed against river-etched plate. Mm, I like that. That's great. I mean, I'm a Londoner, um, and, you know, I, I love seeing the River Thames. I mean, I go up to London regularly for research now for my book and things, and... That I don't think there's anything quite like a London skyscape no, with that with no. that river, um, and I thought there's a really interesting project at the moment, isn't there, about gardens and trying to yes. and and to and music to try and play the 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 sky of skies of London and the river. I mean, it's just so it can be so inspirational. It is, um, mm. and so the idea of putting those plates in the river, so it's, that, it's a wonderful yeah, idea. Yeah, so it, it could actually make. I mean, I've got a yeah. I've got a friend on Facebook, and she works in similar ways oh. in that she she makes her own papers. Oh yeah, and then yeah. she has her own. You know, she takes photographs, and they come out very ghostly, but still, you know, they can. It is, it's wonderful. Yeah, it I'll have to put you brilliant. in touch with Nettie, oh, yes, actually. Please, yeah. I'd like to interview her on the blog, actually. I'm <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll, I'll put you in touch with Nettie, that yeah. would be wonderful. Mm. Um, we mustn't forget we're on the radio here, we'll still be oh, a no, no, indeed, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it, it can really, you mm. know, be so... I can see how it can inspire groups of people with different mm-hmm. creative backgrounds yeah. to come together in these things. That, so. That's that's the joy of it, though, isn't it? When yeah. you you can work with people from different um, from different uh, 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 disciplines, from different art forms, and just see what you can do together and spark off each other. I th- I think it's a joy. There's a project for next year that um, I'm seeing John Stewart, who I believe has been a guest on your show. Yes. Um, I'm seeing John on Tuesday to talk about something to do with the Taunton Festival f- uh, for tw- 2015. Oh, and right. we're talking about um, a connection between historians and poets to do Ooh. something around certain buildings, I believe, around Taunton. So one of the things I want to do, though Alison doesn't know it yet, she'll be over at Christmas, is, is, is to um, start collaborating on images as well. 
I think there's so, I think yeah. there's a rich there's yeah. a richness here. We 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 can we can take this in all sorts of different ways. Yes, you can. Because mm. I'm thinking that Nettie's done lots of pictures of Paris and in France, yeah. mm -hmm. and these ghostly images come up on Facebook. She did the illustrations for my book Dandelions yeah. and Bad Hair Days, mm -hmm. and they're ghostly and evocative. Yeah. And you can just imagine that if you and John have got an idea for maybe an exhibition or a you know. I words think, and pictures. Yeah, I think what he's talking about is 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 putting the putting the poems in the buildings. So that so I was thinking if we can do something if we can involve Alison in with yes. with art as well that's yeah. that would be that would it it could go places. It could. Mm -hmm. I, I mean uh, the the, the um, ways of engaging people with poetry because I I shared mm -hmm. with um, Paul on. Um, I'd been sent, because I am sent these things now, it's very flattering, um, a short film by someone called Christopher Smith. It's called Arterial and it's based on, well, it's a reworking of John Keats' La Belle Dame Sans Merci, the poem, and which is a narrative poem and rather gothic and ethereal and quite disturbing. It just um, haunted me when I was about yes. 14 when I first read it. it I is. just thought it was just, yeah, it's so what just can the image the night at arms. Alone and pearly loitering. Yes. It, it, the it, set it, is withered on the lake. Yes. Yeah. No birds who sing. Yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's just wonderful. It's just yeah. such a set of images. Yeah. The, the, the movie is, 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 is amazing. I watched it with trepidation to begin with. I thought, yes. oh, I'm not sure what I'm going to make <laughs> <You> of <too>. this. <laughs> but it, 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 it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it, I have to say, there are some images from it uh, that, that are just, just going round in my head all yes. the time. They, they just pop up. I did, at the end with the with the pylons and yes. the you yeah. know mm -hmm. using those instead of the sedge really yeah. and mm -hmm. the the wasteland of you know industrial yes. uh, town so I mean I mm -hmm. I was worried because the, the subject we're talking about today you could find a complete mismatch in some people's mm -hmm. minds couldn't mm -hmm. you between a, a well loved poem and a well known poem yes um, and a modern reworking of it that completely clashes mm. and and Christopher did say that it's polarized it's polarized opinion but I've always been keen I, on finding new ways of engaging people with poetry I think you have to I mean it reminds me of um did you did you see the Imagine Village the first album that they released which was um uh, no. reworking of modern reworking of traditional English songs no. Billy Bragg did one updated oh, right. the hard times of old England and Benjamin Zephaniah took yes. ta Tamlin and turned it into a song about somebody being um who who had moved to the country being deported mm. and it was it and in the you know that was it instead of the furries you know the elves mm. and things mm. it was it was really good mm. you, you there is a place for doing this it is different yeah. it is not the same as 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 the original but there is still a value yeah. to doing it and it helps us to understand the original through yes. through casting it in through it's almost like looking at it through a mirror or a, a, a an old piece of glass yeah and it changes. It's and I do think that there there, are, there have to be ways to find, uh, um, I don't know, just to get people to take notice of, mm. of poetry as mm. being part of their lives, really, yes. and that being able to express mm. a feeling. Because, mm. I mean, I've always said it on this show, and we'll continue to say it, that poetry is like the ultimate distillation of mood and feeling. So, I couldn't say it any better. This weekend, this last weekend, I, I myself and Juncture 25, we were at... Um, 
2000 Trees Festival and one of my colleagues, Paul Mortimer, who's also been on yes, here, he has. described my habit of walking up to people and saying, would you like to hear a poem? <laughs> and as, as called it poetry mugging last night, he was telling me this is a great description. Yes, but it is. But the, the welcome, you, you know, the... the, the um, the way with which people listened and were open mm. to, to hearing poetry mm. and we were reading, we must have done about four and a half hours reading over the festival mm. and we would, that we went from small camps, the, the festival has a number of small stages mm. and we were going from stage to stage just reading to, to small groups of people mm. and, it, and we were, they, they, were so, um, they were so open to it, they, it yeah. was, poetry can reach people and it's 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 fantastic yeah 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 early on in the show we we did a feature on the launching of the taunton dean dragons you might oh, have seen yes, these dragons yeah, yeah, that yeah. are yeah, this one in the square. now at the library in taunton in the entrance to the library there's a dragon called samuel taylor coleridge and of course there are lines from his poetry actually inscribed on the dragon and uh uh, I witnessed uh, a, a youngster with, with 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 her family sort of reading the lines out, yeah. etc. Mm. And uh, and of course, uh, you know, he's an iconic figure for this mm. part of the world, isn't he? Is. Mm, he's, yeah. he's, he's wonderful. A and, and, and to a certain extent it didn't really matter what order she read the lines out in either yeah. with something like a dragon I mean obviously it's going to be difficult to say oh look you haven't because if you are a bit mm-hmm. worried about what a poem is looems like on the page and it mm-hmm. to poets that's important sometimes it is, isn't it, 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 it um, well, you know the yeah. shape of the poem but mm-hmm. actually you know it really doesn't matter what order a, a, a young person or you a don't. child reads no. the poem as long as they're engaging with the it's, it's charming isn't it it's mm. it's this time when I started reading poetry you know the world experience you know sort of minimal yes. and uh, understanding education minimal but things chime with you yes and and it's the things that chime with you that make you want to go and and to find out what they mean or yeah. to return to over the years i mean robert lowell's um, quaker graveyard in nantucket i've probably been going back to for 30 more years than a cursory member yes and absolutely. i still find it's i still find things in it that i've i i've missed yes and mm. resonances um and i know i've I write now for the the Wordsworth Trust Romanticism blog and I wrote a piece about the first poem from Keats I loved Mm. when I was 12 and I read Keats when I was 12 I didn't know how to pronounce sojourn which is one of those key words in La Belle Dame Sommer Sea and got no idea what it meant but still it can it can still grab you and I've looked at the clock and we've been talking nattering away for 25 minutes good lord how how long is the second reading very quickly very very quick even quickly um gosh yes now I was thinking do I need to do a quick one I need to do a quick one here's one from a um a workshop that we did based on Bruegel's um painting of the peasant wedding and I asked people to, to, to pick a character, give them a backstory write, write, write what's going through the head at that time mm. I picked the musician, the one who looks as though he's hungry and he's looking at the, <laughs> the, the, the food as it's going past and I wrote this In a pigskin bladder I found a voice far more attractive than my words It suited me in time to learn to shape the drone to clothe the mood Finger patterns on scurrying chanter will guide them through this hollow night till sunrise bursts the music spell and snares them in real life chains then i will sigh and drain the cup and set my foot toward the hill 
like that one. It's a good job it was quick because yes. now it's 27 minutes past 11 and you'll just have to come on again. In fact, I Thank think you. you're due on next time on you. I think you, you've <laughs> I think stepped so. into the breach yeah. today for me. I think you're on mm-hmm. in two weeks. Two weeks, yes. Yes, so we'll have to have a talk about that afterwards. Yes, um, but I mean, it, it's wonderful mm-hmm. to have had you on again and I do know that you've got another competition for us. I have indeed. Um, a, a really sweet little etching that I've got very safely and you've got a question which I couldn't mm-hmm. answer. Yes, I have. It's an ex- could I just say it's an etching by Alison or yes. Alison Wilson of uh, a, a Portuguese man of war that was part of the original of or one of the ten. It's a limited number of ten. One of them is in a small book of, of art that's going around the world that mm. will be auctioned off when it gets back to Cadiz in um, sometime this year. Oh. Uh, the question is: Which famous jazz musician died this week? He was a bassist. Um, Art Pepper described him as the person who whinged even more than he did at recording sessions. (laughs) And marvellous bassist. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'm going to give the game away otherwise. Yeah, no, and Mm -hmm. and I didn't know the answer. It won't surprise you, Mm -hmm. bearing in mind the comment I made earlier. But um, if you want to enter, do get in touch with the studio. Last time we ran a competition, we didn't get a huge response via the studio, but it would be great if you could. Otherwise, find me on Facebook. I'm Susie Grogan, and I'll post the question up on Facebook, and we'll get some responses on Facebook. It doesn't really matter if you don't know the answer, I think. We'll just put people's names in a hat and draw a name out of the hat. Yeah. If you Google, if you Google, it'll be very easy to find. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Started off playing with Arnett Coleman. <laughs> doesn't get much more um, It's simple than that. Yeah, really. and yeah. basically mm-hmm. you can probably look it up on BBC website yeah. too. Now, you, you've also, what we will say again, do you want to just give the, na- the address of your website so that people yeah, can go and have a look? Yeah, it's a Magpie Bridge at Blogspot. Yes. And dot com. It's it's very simple. If you put in Magpie Bridge, Paul yes. Tobin, you'll get you'll you'll. It's Google. It's on the first page. It's at the top. Yes. You'll find it quite easily. Oh yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. My. <laughs> it has just given me the answer and how mm-hmm. it's spelt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so we've got a track to play out with, and there's a reason why you chose the track too. Yes, the track. It? Do you want to introduce it? For yes, us? the track is. Um, a song from Emily Kramer's second album. Emily Kramer is a uh, musician from North London. Last night she played a house concert at my house and it was wonderful. She would have been here if and to be interviewed yes. if it was at all possible. And um, the track is called Sandy Hart and we had a wonderful time and I'd just like to say thank you Emily again. Yes. It um, was a fantastic evening. Third house concert we've done. And uh, they just—it's just so wonderful to yes. see musicians playing in your front room. Yeah, nothing yeah. like live music. But mm-hmm. thanks, Paul, as always, and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thank you. All right, bye. Appreciate it. And uh, Paul brought the CD in, and it really is a handmade. Only uh, number thirty-seven of fifty, I think. Yeah, yeah, beautifully made. And uh, CD is called "Is It?" And uh, this is the track that Paul has requested. My heart is full of sand It's heavy like a man's And I don't feel who I am And I don't know how I can My judgment 